Hey guys, it's Prince Ripapat. Welcome to the next chapter. I hope everyone is safe and sound at home. I know this is a really difficult period for everyone right now. It's scary, it's sad, it's frustrating. This pandemic has impacted every single person on this planet and affected every corner of this world, including sports. It's definitely weird not having any games or matches to watch. It's unfortunate. And considering the scope of the show, if there was ever a time to talk about life beyond or after sport, it is definitely now. And while I do realize that what we are dealing with is much bigger than sport, much bigger, I couldn't help but think about all the athletes and coaches whose seasons and or careers came to an abrupt end. So... For the next several weeks, we here at The Athletic are turning my podcast into a video show, which you can check out on all social media platforms, including Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. The premise of the show will essentially stay the same, but I'm going to be checking in with players, coaches, and various voices in the sports world just to see how everyone's managing this difficult period, including being quarantined at home. We'll talk about the shock a lot of people are experiencing the emotions that are bubbling to the surface. And we'll also discuss the ways in which athletes and coaches can turn this layoff into a positive and productive experience. And listen, we're also going to have a little fun too, because I think that's really important during a crisis like this. It's crucial that we connect and laugh and still find a way to enjoy life, even in the midst of some very trying times. These interviews will be a little bit shorter around the 25 to 35 minute range, primarily because it's a different medium talking about video, and we'll be pumping out a large volume of these, which puts a strain on resources, but I hope you nonetheless enjoy these conversations and are able to take away something from each of them. Today's guest is Gerald Henderson Jr., a McDonald's High School All-American who earned a full scholarship to Duke University. After three years with the Blue Devils, he was selected 12th overall in the 2009 NBA draft by the Charlotte Bobcats. Gerald had a pretty long NBA career, eight years to be exact, but it did not come without some physical challenges as he ended up having a total of six different operations, two to his wrist, three to his hip, and then finally his Achilles. In this interview, the retired NBA player talks about the similarities and correlation between being sidelined because of an injury versus all the athletes who are sidelined right now as a result of this pandemic. It's a really interesting and important conversation because we touch on the different ways in which athletes could still be working on their craft, even if they're not playing. So without further ado, let's get to the interview. And we begin the conversation, by the way, with me poking a little fun at Gerald after his former Duke teammate, John Shire, tagged him to come on the show next. What up, G? (laughs) Grim, what up? (laughs) What's going on? How How are you? you? Good. I'm doing really well. Um, It was so... I spoke to fellow Blue Devil and your former teammate, John Shire, and he mm. was so nice enough to tag you. Um, he said that he thought that you would be somebody very inspirational to speak to, someone who's well, inspirational, whoever. 
Well, he's not inspirational, but I, I do wonder about the shower question. I think Gerald Henderson would be a great person to ask <laughs> what he's doing throughout this time. And so you you seem to find that very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was not prepared. Uh, well, because I had no idea who he was about to say, and he yeah. and the fact that he was like, "Well, he's not really inspirational," and then <laughs> yeah, it sounds just like Johnny Boy. Um, he went know, on for a good like two minutes. I just want to let you. Know. He probably did. He talks a lot, but you know, like when it comes to you know people that kind of you know they talk about other people, they're kind of just reflecting how they feel and know about themselves. So if he was talking about me not showering, he probably was talking about himself. And we FaceTime a number of times here in these last uh, week or two. Yeah. Uh, you know, his wife has expressed to me that um, his hygiene has been an issue. So <laughs> that solves that problem. He's stinking up the place, basically. He's stinking up his crib. Yes, in more than probably one way. And so, you know, it's just, you know, it's typical, John. I was his roommate. So believe me, I know plenty about that kid's hygiene. Oh, my God. I didn't realize that you guys were roommates. Uh, for how long? Uh, just a year. A okay. year a year too long. And, um, <laughs> you know, it was a learning experience. He was one of the guys that likes the temperature in the room to be like 65. You know, and I'm just, I'm more like you're 73, more like normal. 73, you know, 73 is kind of warm. I mean, 72, I mean, when it's the middle of the winter, it's like, uh, you know. True. Got to make sure we're not waking up sick. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? We got, probably got a game tomorrow or something or practice, you know. So he was one of those weird guys. And then he's he'd leave food and stuff like in around the family room area and not really care that he had a roommate. So. That was a little messy. Maybe he's cleaned up his act a little. Now he's got a couple, two little ones, you know. I hope so. I hope so. With two little kids, I I, I would bet that he's probably still the messiest one in the house. <laughs> well, he showed us a but little bit. You know, it's just. He showed us his crib a little bit. Um, and so hopefully we can check out your crib a little bit. Uh, I know you're you're in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um you know, in all seriousness, though, how how are you guys doing and how is the fam and the kids? I think uh, with all things considered, I think the Hendersons are doing pretty good, I think, uh, or doing pretty well. I think we have uh, embraced, um, you know, this this whole quarantining thing, social distancing. I think we have found ways to social distance within our own house. And, uh, you know, everyone's got their own. We, we live in a big house. It's way too big. But for times like this, it has become um, the perfect house because everyone can find their own little room and have their own space and do their own thing. I'm currently in my man cave, which I have spent endless hours in by myself. I'm loving it. You got, oh, the, yeah. you got the whiteboard in the background. Oh. I got the whiteboard where, you know, I'm still found ways to work. You know, I, I started, we, my wife started a, a real estate firm called Henderson Ventures. So, yeah. um, you know, we kind of brainstorm on here. Um, when, when I get bored or I just don't want to work anymore, the projector comes down and we just turn the TV on. I can turn all the lights off in here and just watch TV, Netflix, there's no uh, there's no games on right now, which is just so weird on any level, any sport. So, you know, Netflix documentaries, I got an exercise room back there. So this is a good little spot for me. 
Y'all are so lucky. You guys would struggle in New York City, which is where I'm at. Like, imagine <laughs> if you guys were in a, two be- a two-bedroom apartment in quarantine and at the epicenter of all of this. Like, what would your family do? Um, man, there'd be, there'd be tons of bickering. I know that. <laughs> um, there'd be tons of just like... Just go to timeout. Go to timeout for both children and adults. <laughs> everyone just sit in your corner and just don't yeah, talk. Just say everyone in the corner. There'd be a lot of silent time. We would oh, there'd definitely be like, you know, we do it with our kids a lot. Like, let's play the quiet game. You know? <laughs> I'm gonna let's remember play. that. Yeah. That's not so, gonna that's not gonna work probably. with our son Duke, I don't think. He's too my my husband and I are way too chatty. Mm-hmm. But you guys probably getting getting through this, you guys are probably stronger than any family that's gone through this, I'm sure. Oh, that's that's a, actually a really good put. They are dealing with, you know, the coronavirus, you know, heavier than we are. But you guys probably come out stronger in the, in the end. That's actually a really good uh, – that's a good point that I didn't really think of. Um, it's definitely forcing us to become resourceful. And mm-hmm. it makes you appreciate just – I don't for me it's allowed me to reflect on so many things that I really took for granted and just like the basic things and if we're bringing it back to sports you talked about how there's no games on right now I mean this would be the time of year where March Madness is completely oh, full swing you know you'd be up watching games all day mm-hmm. um I know you've been the analyst um for Fox for a good year now and you know what 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 has it been like for you um, pr- from a professional standpoint with not only your real estate company with your wife, Nilu, but also yeah. um, working for Fox? Um, well, yeah, I mean, once once the NBA canceled the season, I mean, it was it was over for us. I mean, well, let's say they haven't canceled the season. They postponed it. Um, you know, we just figured, hey, whenever they get started back up. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get started back up and, you know, the Hornets had actually started to play pretty well and, you know, it, it's going to be tough still for them to make the playoffs as the season does continue. Um, but you know, they had been getting some momentum, so it's kind of bad timing for them, but, um, you know, we're at the mercy of the virus, just like everyone else. So we're just waiting to hear, um, you know, what, uh, the commissioner comes up with. And I think, um, you know, Adam Silver has done a great job, I think, initially, you know, being kind of in the forefront of uh, canceling these seasons and, and all the other major sports and, um, you know, companies and big businesses have kind of followed after that. I think he did a great job with that. But, um, you know, also, like like you mentioned, Henderson Ventures, you know, our real estate firm. Did you hear that plug? Um, <laughs> plug, <laughs> plug away, man. Yeah. So, you know, I. As kind of Charlotte's kind of shut down, um, they set for today. Nobody, uh, unless like essential businesses and, you know, you can't go anywhere but grocery stores, uh, gas stations, hospitals. So, you know, pharmacy, but real estate's still kind of rolling. You can't really show houses. Uh, you can do virtual tours mm. and stuff like that or virtual closings. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's kind of changed. I mean, people aren't going into houses, so it's slowed it down a bit, but it's still it's still there. I think once this passes, it'll get back to right where it's where it's been. And Charlotte, this market has been, um, you know, really go- good over the last few years. 
I know you. So I know you've been uh, very close with the Charlotte Hornets. Um, you, you're covering them now, but you also spent your first six seasons in the NBA with them. Have you been in touch with any of the coaches or staff or players and just checking up on them to see how they're handling all this? Uh, no one with the Hornets. Um, you know, I talked with Bismack Biombo just a little bit. Um, he's my buddy. We, we played in Charlotte together. Uh, he seems to be just quarantining and he's smart. I know even before they stopped the season, he was walking around in a, in a mask and gloves and really, uh, yeah, I do. I do believe that the team got tested and had, had to come in and get tested for some reason. Um, that I don't quote me on that, but I do remember seeing a picture of him on social media, all covered up. Um, so he's one of the smarter cats. And, um, you know, I, I think, um, you know, they're, they're doing everything that everybody else is doing. I haven't specifically talked to anyone, um, you know, on the team in the organization, but they're doing all the right things. And I think, um, you know, you just got to play it safe during this time. You know, my, my close buddy, uh, Wayne Ellington, who plays with the New York Knicks, he was also very much just like, like Bismack. The day they canceled the games, uh, he had a, he had a game, and he warmed up actually with gloves on. He wow. saw that boys had gloves on, and he said, "Why wouldn't we have gloves on if the ball boys have gloves on? Clearly, they think that something's harmful for them. Why wouldn't it be harmful to us?" So I was like, he was, he was, he had a video, all his teammates were making fun of him because he was doing his pregame stuff, his, his, uh, band stretches and, um, you know, all his exercises with like, you know, a mask and all this stuff on and they were clowning him and then they canceled, they postponed the season like a couple hours later. So, um, you know, I, I, I think guys, you know, understand now that it's not a joke. You got a number of players with the virus. Um, I saw Carl Anthony Towns said his mother had it. That was just like so very sad, man. Both of his parents had it. Both of them. Yes, I saw that. Um, And it's just sad, man, because you you don't expect it to happen to you. You know, even, um, you know, like like my dad just moved down to Charlotte. He's, um, Mm -hmm. you know, he's staying with us until his his house gets finished in. You know, I'm scared every, t- you know, my dad's an active dude. He doesn't stop moving. And I'm scared every time he leaves the house. I don't, you know, he's, you know, he's all on top of it. But hey, did you watch, I, I ask him, did you wash your hands? Did you hit the, you know, where are your gloves at? You know what I'm saying? Like, take your shoes off before you come in the house. And he's so healthy uh, and he's so active. Yeah. But at the same time, how old is he now? My dad is 64. Okay, so it's still just like any any one of our parents, just the sheer fact of being older, it yeah. definitely it concerns all of us. Right. Anything, you know, it, it's it's bad for anybody. I, I've seen videos of people not even, you know, I've seen people in their 40s that taking videos and they're struggling to breathe on ventilators. So, you know, I'm sure that the, you know, the older generation is at higher risk. Yeah. But everyone's at risk because it's going to everybody's body's different and everybody's immune system is different. So I think that it's um, it's just scary overall. So, you know, the best thing to do is stay in your house. Yeah. You know, when when you and I sat down last fall and funny enough, your interview for my podcast, you were the next in line to be to air 
Um, So I think you were supposed to go March like 25th or 26th or something. But then this whole Mm -hmm. pandemic broke down. And I just I was like, you know what, this is such a huge opportunity. I think it's really important to create a support system and also to really check in with people, because this is the way that we're all connecting right now. Right. Because we're so isolated. um, And and I think it's also just really important to create a space where athletes can continue to communicate and connect with each other because I don't know if this is ever going to happen again, fingers crossed, or at least for another several more generations where a pandemic occurs and every single athlete has been completely shut down. And, you know, I think you you and I have talked about this and you got a taste of it because you experienced so many injuries during your NBA career. I think you mentioned six operations. But what from your experience in dealing with all of those injuries and stepping having to step away from sports so many times, how do you think an athlete could apply that experience from injury and use that now? Yeah, it's it's actually a, a direct correlation because you're in both situations. You're put in a um, in a space where you can only do so much. You you have no control. You have, and they say, hey, um, you got to walk on crutches for six months. You got to be bedridden. You got to uh, you can't run until this this date. You know they put restrictions on. Um, the things that you normally do. So you got to be able to just only control what you can control. And so I found during this time um, and when I've been injured too a bunch of times that uh, you just got to commit yourself, um, you know, to doing some things that are different than you're used to doing. Mm -hmm. Um, There's things that uh, you've always wanted to do, but you just haven't done because of time. And I'll bring up this because, um, you know, it brought it to light when when Kobe Bryant passed, you know, this idea of, um, you know, Kobe getting the most out of his day all the time. He always, you know, put 24 or 100 percent of, uh, you know, his effort into things, Um, you know, the story that he changed his number to 24 because he was going to commit 24 hours to his craft. Well, getting the most out of out of what you want to do, um, you know, now you have the time for that. And so whether it's reading more books, um, educating yourself on stuff, um, you know, if you're if you're a guy that is healthy. OK, well, what can you do right now in your house that'll make you a better athlete? Right. That'll you know, if if you have all the athletes in the NBA everybody's not doing something, right? Some guys, there's yep. going to be a percentage of guys just laying on the couch, Yep. right? So here's your time to, you know, get that edge, you know, do your core work, get your band work in. Um, you know, if you got a home gym, work out there, do as much as you can, set yourself on a schedule, um, you know, and just commit yourself to being your best version every day at, at the highest level that you can control it, right? Because there's only so much you're going to be able to do. So just do that, right? Commit to it. You you never know when it's going to end. But in, when it does end, right, you will know that at least during that time, um, you did as much as you could. Mm-hmm. So even myself, like, um, you know, one thing I've been BSing with for the longest time is my Invisalign. I got my Invisalign in right now. Oh, right. shout out. 
Looks good. And so I said, you know, why I got I'm literally I'm in the house. I ain't doing nothing. I'm trying not to eat. Just go in the pantry like like every 20 minutes. So just do you put your Invisalign in. You got to wear it for like a week at a time. So just commit to doing it. Put it in at night. Like do all the right stuff. And then maybe by the end of this, I'll have straight teeth. Right. And now I something that. I may probably wouldn't otherwise done because I just, you know, I was doing other things and wasn't thinking about it. And so now I, I've had the time to do it. And now I'm like on my third tray. Great. So, so the yeah. rest of us are going to get the quarantine 15 <laughs> and eating out of the cupboards. And then meanwhile, you're going to come out looking all slim and straight teeth. And your, yeah. your teeth weren't even crooked to begin with. I didn't think so. You know, like I'm a little bit of a, of a perfectionist. So I had like one little tooth off. I had braces before. And never did my retainer afterwards. So my bottom row is a little jacked up. But um, I'm working on it, you know. But, you know, I did go overboard because one thing I did when I retired is I just played golf forever. Just like every day. Like I don't even want to work out. I was so done with training and yep. whatnot. I'm sure at some point you felt that. Well, you're just like, Ugh, I do not. I just don't. I'm not feeling it anymore. Yeah. But <laughs> so, I, I poured myself into other things, though. Which you right. poured yourself into golf. Into golf, big time. And, um, you know, so I've, you know, I still look slim and fit, but I am not in shape, right? I consider shape, you know, like NBA shape, like that I've been in forever. Yeah. So I'm not in shape. So, like, I started working out. I did some laps in the pool the other day. I went, I started jogging up and down my driveway. And then I feel like, oh, my fifth one, I felt like somebody shot me in my back. Oh, <laughs> like, no. I was out. And so I was like on the ground for like 20 minutes. I was like, man. So what did you do? You, got- you pulled a muscle in your back? Yeah, muscle or something. Like it's in a spasm. I, you know, when you have, I've had hip surgeries. When you have hip surgeries, you know, like your stuff gets out of whack unless you really yeah. tend to it and keep on top of it. And I haven't been doing that. So, you know, it's something in there. My psoas or whatever they call it. Oh, something. so maybe it's a, it's a little lesson, not in addition to your Invisalign. Maybe this is a sign for you to get back to some of those fundamental and uh, exercises and exactly take right. some rest. Right. Uh-huh. Because I tried, I tried to get into it now, but I my body wasn't ready for it. Like, you can't just start go running up a hill you know, when you haven't, when your stuff's not straight, you got to make sure the little things like yeah, I could probably got to do four work for another six weeks before I can do something. Yeah. Um, you know, but I'm definitely going to try to see if I can swing a golf club. I'm going to see that first. No, you got to chill. <laughs> you got to take a little rest. You yeah, we'll chill see. with the Invisalign. Chill with the Invisalign. Yes, All that's right. That's place to start. Well, you know, this is obviously a very serious topic, but um, the whole purpose of this, I really wanted to have a little fun, you know, because I think it's really important for all of us to laugh and everything. Uh, So let's do a little uh, quarantine rapid fire. Okay, we're going to rip through 10 questions. Okay, are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right. Number one, what are you wearing? I'm wearing a polo shirt with my famous bear i don't know actually know if he has a name i think he's just the polo bear but i used to have you know all this polo stuff when i was a kid and my mom used to buy it for me because she knows i love the bear Aww. i even have 
a blanket from when I was a child. All these things coming back. That is so cute. Oh my gosh. You still have that? I think I had that. I think I had something so similar to that. That's so weird. This is like my favorite blanket. So this is in my man cave. It'll be here forever. Uh, I love it. Um, All right. Number two, when's the last time you showered? Ooh, last time I showered. Shire wanted to know this. He he felt like you probably hadn't showered for several days. Yesterday evening. You know, we had a little like um like game uh thing that he created last night like trivia game which me and my wife did horrible in um and you know i showered and i like shaved my head and stuff you know maybe it had been a day and a half (laughs) half yeah but um you know definitely showered yesterday night good stuff what are you reading or watching um Man, I, I've watched a lot of stuff. Um, just uh, a couple of days ago on Netflix, I watched The Pharmacist. You should watch yeah. that. Watch it? Uh, no, but I've seen it. I de- I've definitely seen it. Yeah, it's on there. It's really good. It's really good. It's a long story, but it's really good. Um, I've been reading the Bible. I really oh. have. Um, I think it's you know, a good time for spirituality. It is. It is. You just, you know, just reading. I've, I've found out so many things in the Bible that I just didn't know about um, in this last, you know, week and a half or so. Um, so that's been good. I've been, um, man, I've been on Instagram a ton. I ain't gonna lie. Just like I found myself for just like an hour. Just just stop. Just scroll and scroll. I know. I've been on the phones more than like so much because it's your source of everything right now. It's news, it's fun, it's leisure, it's play, staying up to date and everything. Um, What's your comfort toy right now? Or did you already show it to us? Um, My comfort toy? I don't really play. My comfort toys are like my kids. We Uh just, we'll go outside, we'll go on the trampoline. I, I put the heater on in the pool. Like we've been swimming you know, I did a uh, scavenger hunt with them, just like wrote stuff down on like a few pieces of paper and like they're going all around the house and outside and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, we 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 actually we've been having a good time. They just always like, what are we going to do next? <laughs> they're getting <laughs> bored real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's been your comfort food? Oh, man. Um. That's another thing I've been trying to do. I've been trying to like eat super clean. So I, I, I started this like water, really hot water and lemon. I heard that like hot water is good to kill the virus if you have it potentially. Oh. So I've been that's the first thing I, I put in my body in the morning. Then I eat some fruit, um, you know, and then eggs a little bit later. I drink like this super green drink. It's like disgusting, but it's like supposed to be your greens for the day. So you're not eating any junk food at all? I can't particularly say that. In the last three days, I have not. Wow. Do you call like a small bowl of Frosted Flakes junk food? No, but it's, it's, you know, yeah, like. Not the healthiest thing. Yeah, it's got some sugar in it. Yeah, but I try to keep it clean. Like, why not? Like, you know, it's. I don't I try not to find extreme comfort in food. I try to find comfort in other things. That's good. You know, it's just I just use it to live. That's, That's what I try. You know, man, you're really disappointing me, Jay. You're making me feel really guilty right about now. Um, OK, are you prepared to move around a little bit? Um, yeah, where's your comfort spot in your house? 
It would be right here on my couch. <laughs> man cave. Or is it the man attic? It's it's the man attic. I'm, there's this, this is a good quiet spot, man. I got all I got a whole bunch of stuff. Um that Michael Jordan, that's a signed jersey from when I was like maybe six, seven years old. My dad got it for me for Christmas. That's solid. That's a that's a signed Julius Irving jersey from when I was a kid. Wow. He's he's always been a really close family friend. Him and my dad um, have been friends for a long time. Played against each other. That I used to have in my room when I was a kid. That MJ taking off from the foul line. I think in '88, maybe. Wow. Want to say? This is my uncle Terry Taylor. Used to play back in the NFL um, back in the day. You know, just different jerseys, different stuff. Um, I love it. I do got. Unfortunately, I've been thinking actually about taking this one down, but um, you know, it's got a picture of me and John Shire up there in the corner. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> you know, say, where's all your Duke stuff? <laughs> I got some. Qu- I got some real quality stuff in here. Yeah. That. Like, you know, it's the least, my least favorite. You know, and I got my Duke stuff here in the corner. I like to. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I like to highlight my friends and buddies and stuff and experiences a little more than myself in here. You know, so I put their jerseys up in my man cave and my stuff in the back. You know? Yeah, I don't know if Shire is doing for that for you, but I, I like what you're doing there. Your man cave is, is legit. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, last one. Who should we interview next? Who are you oh. going to tag next? And you could tag a Blue Devil, but I might be running down the hole of too many Blue Devils on this show right now. Man, uh, that's a tough one. I mean, what comes to mind are, are Duke guys to begin with. Okay, who uh, you got? Uh, well, one guy I know that's that's got a great personality is Chris Carwell. Mm. And- yeah, Chris would definitely be a good addition to the show. Um, he's got a great personality. I'm sure, you know, he's he's a, you know, he's a uh, outside thinker. I'm sure he's very much probably doing some things at his house to keep him, you know, moving. He likes to stay active and he don't like to really hang around a lot. So I'm sure this quarantine is like <laughs> troubling him a little bit. I want to show you this, too. Show it. This is this is leading into the man cave. These are all of some of my favorite movies here. Oh, I Let love me, it. Is that the uh, butterfly effect? That is um, actually what was that? Um, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, oh, oh. oh so you got course. Silence of the Lambs. Nice. The you got a beautiful mind, which is one of my top. It's got to be a top six. You got uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that's a good one. Little Giants was is a super classic. Yeah, that's a good one. Annexation of Puerto Rico. You got uh, The Sandlot, which is a top 10 easily. Jurassic Park, the original. Wow, I'm surprised you had that one in there. But I, I love Jurassic Park. I'm a big fan. Yeah, and then you got Major Pain. (laughs) <laughs> which to me is a top 10 all-time funny movie. Wow, Major Pain, making it in the top 10 for Gerald. Yeah, and these are all original movie posters, except for The Sandlot, which I could not find an original. But these, this is actually one of... Oh, and then you got 
the little stinky. Come here, girl. Let's see. Got, Let's see the little munchkin. You got stinky number one. Say <laughs> hello. Hello, Miss Prim. Hi. Your name? What's your name? Sarah. <laughs> it's so nice to meet you. I love your skirt. That's so pretty. Yeah, check out the outfit. Wow. Yeah. You're dressed so nicely for staying at home. Mm-hmm. Say thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, you should see the amount of um, wardrobe changes that these girls go through. And oh, they, wow. Oh, my gosh. This is outfit probably number three already. I think that's almost, a great outfit. You should wear that for at least another hour, but then you should definitely change and show dad again. I was wearing this for my birthday when I was four. <laughs> really? Is that a unicorn? I can't really see. Oh, yeah. Definitely a unicorn. I mean, everybody needs a unicorn in their life. That's a great shirt. Because, because I had a unicorn party. Mm-hmm. Oh, you had a unicorn party? <laughs> yeah, she loves unicorns. Because I love, because I, that's why I wear this shirt. Zara, you know, you're hurting daddy's knees. You know, you're not as little as you once were. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> so what's the difference between a unicorn and a horse? That's a great question. Hmm? What's the difference? What is you the difference? What does a unicorn have that a horse does not have? A horn. A horn. A horn. Yeah. Yes, it's the little horn. Yeah, my knees hurt. Come smart on. Smart girl. Ah, oh, yeah, it's my smart girl. The other one's actually upstairs in school right now. Oh, wow, doing the homeschooling. Yep, so she, uh, man, it's like real school. They don't play around. She only gets like 10-minute breaks. She's got two-hour sessions. So, yeah, I, I kind of feel bad for her. I was like, I kind of... <laughs> <laughs> That's intense. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for showing us around your your really big man cave. Um, I feel like your yeah. man cave is bigger than our New York City apartment. And you <laughs> you are so lucky to be in Charlotte right now. Um, I, um, and I know I know it's hectic over there. I'm, not, I'm sure you don't want to leave the house at all. No, we're trying to stay inside, which is not making it easy. But um, uh, thank Let's you. For... One more thing. What's up? Share us. So in the man cave, what you got to have is it's the man cave. And this 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 will get you by in, uh, you know, a quarantine period like this. Is it a fridge? No. It's a fridge. Mm. And you see that it's fully stocked. Oh. With, you see that? Look at that. You know, Stella. we're not playing games. We, we made sure along with, um, you know, toilet paper and water that we've gone crazy on. We made sure... To stock up with beer, just to get by, you know? I love me some Stella. That's a great... I actually, I, I missed the fridge question because I thought you would have to go downstairs. So I didn't want to throw it off, but you have... That is the ultimate man cave right there. Yeah, why would you waste, why would you waste time doing that? You know? uh, yeah, that's... And, and then risking, if you walk by and your wife wants to ask you to do something, why would you risk that? <laughs> This That's way just, you could just stay upstairs and you yeah. don't have to leave the attic at all. I That's love it. Man That's man 101 right there. All right, Gerald. Well, thank you so much for hopping on. Enjoy your man cave attic and enjoy your 50,000 Stellas you have in the fridge. <laughs> stay safe. And thanks for joining us here on the next chapter. All right, Prim. Thanks for having me.